Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to While My Batteries Charge podcast, season three, 2022, episode one of this year. Sorry, it's taking me a little while, guys, to get on this, but um, we've had a lot going on, and the podcast setup's over in the cold garage room. And so I was not wanting to get out there a couple of these days when we were uh, just having time off as family, going out fishing and hanging out and seeing family and all that kind of stuff. So it's been good, but uh, it's good to also be back here sitting in the chair with the microphone and the whole setup here in front of me. Batteries on the charger. Not really, but figuratively i guess (laughs) but yeah anyway guys it's gonna be an awesome year we're gonna keep this podcast fired up going gonna get some um already talked to some people about being on the show and was actually trying to get him in in december but things just you know people got sick and uh, you know everything's going on uh with the new variants and all that kind of crazy stuff that we it's a weird part of our 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 story as people, I guess, that we lived through this. And, um, yeah. Anyway, for whatever reasons, they were not able to do it the, that past month, but um, then scheduling on my end. So we, we've got some people lined up, and I'm excited about that. So it won't just be me here kind of talking RC at you guys uh, the whole time. But, um, yeah, it's it's been good. It was it was an awesome-ish 2021, especially comparing it to 2020. And, um, you know, the RC industry is kind of still in that boom of everything and people, you know, looking for things to do that they could do on their own or at their house, at their property, uh, keep them their, themselves uh, active when you can't go out to movie theaters and uh, go play sports or do the things that you used to do. Uh, and so it kind of, it's still in that booming phase and I don't know, it's exciting. And, uh, being in it during this time has been pretty cool. So, um, lots of things to talk about. I don't even remember where we left off. I should, I should kind of not just be sitting here rambling, uh, without knowing, but, um, I went on down to, uh, to Indiana, I think I talked with you guys about that, and uh, went to Pilot Ryan Media's place down there with Bobby K. Um, they bought a, a hobby town in um, Granger, and there's also a uh, a track at the tower there. I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it at the moment, um, but it's awesome what they've got there. The indoor track is amazing, and. Um, They've got an outdoor track. They've got crawling that they're starting up. All kinds of things there to do. Uh, but we we bashed like crazy. We had the max out there doing triple flips and all that kind of stuff. And um, all that to say, which I may have already said in a previous one, but just to talk about and go back to, uh, well, one thing. I, I mentioned that it was super tough in my videos and, 
I think even in the video when we were there, and I said unbreakable, I did break the battery uh, latch. I didn't realize it till I got home, and I unsnapped it, pulled the battery out, and one of the whole sides just came off, you know, came out. Um, but So that's an easy fix. I'm not worried about that. It's not going to be super expensive. Um, but that was one thing I did have break. Uh, but, man, that thing handles so awesome. Out of the box, I'm very, very impressed with what Traxxas has done with the Max, uh, with the wide kit version of the Max out of the box. Um, so that's going to be a big seller, I think, here in this year. I know the original one already was a good seller, um, as well as their wide max kit for the original one. Uh, but people that were maybe hesitant and holding off, I can see them getting this and them really liking it because the driving and the handling uh, of it is just, it's really good, uh, especially for a monster truck style truck in the way that it handles. And yeah, I'm very impressed with it. And you'll see a lot more of it on the channel. I'm kind of hesitant right now to take it in the snow. Um, I don't want to seize anything up, but it's also cold and brittle. And we're actually getting ready to um, do the monster truck wars is coming to Battle Creek. And they're going to have a little RC exhibition thing in the middle, like kind of um, uh, passing the time. I don't know what they call it, what you'd call it. Uh, almost like intermission would maybe be a good word. Uh, while they're changing things up with the trucks and, and things, uh, we'll be doing a little intermission, jump on the trucks, flipping and whatnot. So um, I want to have it for that because it does go nuts. <laughs> Um, I want to have my crate and ready for that. Uh, we'll have LMT stuff like that as my guess because they are monster trucks. Um, I wish I had my Bari build still here, uh, but that's the way with uh, Josh Zimmerman. He's uh, he's got it right now. He, I let him borrow it at the last race just to uh, to tinker around with it. But um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really excited about the new Primal, um, the version 3 that they've done. I think they made some good upgrades to it. I uh, talked about it on RC Conspiracies and uh, looking at it. I think my favorite upgrade is probably the shocks. Um, it has a new electronics part in the back, a little case and voltage meter and all that kind of thing, which is pretty cool. Um, I probably won't do that upgrade. I like that it's in black. I like that there's black anodized parts. I think that's awesome. Um, and so I probably will lean toward uh, maybe ordering those black parts for mine as well uh, so that I could change out the body theme, which is something I want to do. Uh, so I, I think I want to do a sticker bomb, but I can't really make that work with the red. So I'll probably be looking to buy the bumpers and the side plates in black and then getting the shocks that are not red as well uh, in order to do a sticker bomb design for the Ram Leader. I already have another cage and another um, shell. I just need to get it done. So that's something coming. And then I can swap it in and out depending on what I'm doing with the truck and what kind of bash that I'm going to be doing and things like that. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, on the big side, they've got that new mega truck as well. That thing is absolutely stunning um i like the blue a lot 
Um, and just, but just like the original primal, you know, when you have the anodized parts in a, in a color that kind of chooses your theme in a way, unless you're willing to put in the work to change that. So I do like that about the new Raminator being black as it gives, I feel a few more options. Whereas the new blue, which looks amazing on the new C10 mega truck. But if you wanted to change the body, then that would make it a little bit trickier in what you would choose to change to because of the blue shocks, the blue um, bumpers, the blue side panels or plates uh, on the chassis. Anyway, it's not a negative. It's it's absolutely stunning as it is. So if you're going to get it and just run it in the stock, it's awesome. Um, but the nice thing is there's the black parts available if you want to change it out. Um, so I like the new the size of the tires as well. It narrows up the truck. Um, probably lightens it up a, a bit as well. But yeah. Um, it has the new 100 kg servos in it, which is good. I think that's great, especially for moving those big, heavy tires. Uh, overall, I, I, what Dan and them are doing at Primal RC, I stand behind. I think amazing uh, people and amazing products. And um, just keep at it, guys. I'm, I'm super, super um, honored to have one of them and to uh, communicate with you guys and just chat with you and, and hear what you're thinking and doing. And um, just really good people and uh, really about the hobby and uh, really into it themselves, which is what's really cool. Uh, so, Furitech, switching gears and going to the micro side of things, not so big. Um, I'm finishing up a scythe build, which I've taken a little bit different direction on, and I, you know, I try to be as honest with you guys as possible with stuff. Uh, and I told you that... Um, they sent this to me to do a review, but when they asked if I wanted to do it, my follow-up question was, well, I don't have another Komodo motor right now to put in there, and I don't really want to invest in doing a project. I'm not trying to ask for one, uh, but I, what I wanted to know was, and I didn't ask it in that way, because the way I just said it makes it sound like I was asking them to add, throw in a Komodo motor, and that's not what I was getting at. What I was asking was, does it work with like the stock motor transmission setup so that I wouldn't have to spend the money to get a Komodo um, and show people that you can still run this chassis and have the no body look and get, you know, nice approaches on things for rock crawling uh, without having to do necessarily the Komodo, but just because of the chassis. Uh, well, it turned out that it really is more geared for that motor in the front facing set up than I had originally been made to believe. Uh, but I was bound and determined to save some money because I, in the end, I ended up putting another one of my SCX tens toward this, um, because I ended up needing the, um, receiver transmission, the battery plate, the axles. And that was it. Um, cause I got a lot of other stuff from MoFo that I ended up using for this. So, Anyway, that said, uh, we got it to work. Instead of the motor being, I was actually able to just flip the transmission plate and everything, skid plate, um, around to make the motor go the other way so it wouldn't hit the battery tray. Um, but then the problem that I was running into was the pinion was hitting one of the little um, 
mounts that they had for the battery tray. And then uh, I wasn't sure what to do. And <laughs> Nick from O4C said, dude, just remove that thing. It unscrews from the battery tray. Just take it off and only use three of them, which was a genius idea. Uh, and it works great. And then I ended up taking a battery tray and mounting that in the front so that the battery slides up in the front over the motor, which is fine because the battery tray protects it from the uh, that and the MoFo mount that I have lifts. It, it keeps the battery away from the spur gear, which is perfect. And then instead of using the battery tray for the battery, I ended up putting the big stock ESC on there. So if you were running the Komodo, you'd be running a smaller lizard style ESC, which would get out of the way and all of that. Um, but because of the changes we made, that's not the case. Uh, I will say that I, I really, really like these, uh, MoFo ultra premium wheels. I think these are the, they're lucky something lucky 12s or lucky 22s. Uh, but they work and look amazing on here. And those are holding on these, um, RC foil drive mudslingers, which are really big but make it super capable and give it more clearance. Um, but FuerTech has a bunch of new offerings coming. They've got a new carbon fiber version of this chassis. Um, it's a little bit different. It's not. It doesn't have the car shaping to it as much, so you'd run a body or something with it. Um, but they've also got new Komodo mounts and all that for the RGT, Enduro 24, Atlas 6x6, um, Element RC Enduro 24. Um, so those ones, Hobby Plus, that's the other one. Um, but they all run basically the same skid plate. And um, so, and the mounts for the, the links all at the same. It's very much the same trucks uh, and axles and uh, parts and stuff like that. Well, they now make a Furitech version of like a metal skid plate with a metal transmission with the motor mount and the Komodo. And it's really, really sick. Um, you can just buy it uh, with all the things you need to get it into the trucks. So that's pretty cool to see from Furitech. Uh, Furitech and Mofor, see, that's what I really wanted to do is kind of blend the two of them into this one truck. It's kind of showing off both of them in a way because I really feel like they are both pushing the micro crawler and micro truck scene, micro um, RC forward with all of the stuff that they're developing and coming up with um, for the industry um, from the new controller that FearTech RC has to their ESCs and motors um, and then Nick over at MoFoRC has been doing a whole bunch of metal parts and brass parts and um, brush motors and motor plates and servos and finally some metal servo horns and um, wheels, tires, you name it. He's been coming up with chassis. Um, I remember his 6x6 six six is what really caught my attention that he'd come up with the C10 6x6 build that he did. Um, he just really sees these things and is able to get in there and create and uh, do some magic with the the platform. And I love to watch what he's doing with it and the changes he's making to things and um, the offerings that he has for us to be able to buy 
from like the flex blades and different things for performance to, um, you know, other things like the, the batteries and 3S batteries and solutions for us uh, moving everything forward. So, um, yeah, it is, uh, it's been really fun to build. It took a while. I'm not going to lie. This build took a lot of looking at it, um, trying things, <laughs> redoing the axles a couple times because, one, I accidentally grabbed a Power Hobbies axle I had sitting out instead of one of the brass ones from MoFo. And so then I was going to have unbalanced weight, um, which I didn't want because it was going to be heavier in the rear. So I had to go through and take apart the front axle. And then when I was swapping it over, I put the knuckles on wrong because I just was rushing. And then I put the steering link on and realized these these knuckles are on the wrong sides. So I had to take it apart again, not fully, but a lot of the way apart to switch the knuckles and I mean, it's been a trip putting that thing together. And uh, I really only did it in two build sessions, uh, but they were both very long. And I kind of finished it up this morning, getting everything worked out with the battery tray and the um, ESC, and then also changing um, two of the tires because I didn't realize that the mudslingers were directional. So it's all set up now, finally. Um but yeah, I'll have videos coming on that build. I haven't, I, I've got, I'm talking about things and showing Instagrams and Facebooks of things that I haven't even been able to put the videos out yet on um, because I'm just behind on my editing. So I've shot stuff for it. I haven't shot the final, like what the build is finally, uh, but I did some of the build process. It's probably going to be a two-part video. Uh, one, because I'm trying to, to fill days on YouTube with stuff because it helps um, algorithms and all that for the channel to have daily activity. So I'm trying, I'm trying to break things up and, you know, if it can, if it goes over 10 minutes, I might think about breaking it up into two videos. If I can get two 10 minutes out of it, if it's only like 18 minutes, I could break that up too, but certain ones are just too specific and they have to stay together, but other things where it could be an unboxing and a run, uh, usually I'll break them up to one being the unboxing and then the next day run the, do the run footage. Um, it's just kind of how it works for me and in making it feel like a, a daily progression of uh, what's going on on the channel and not just only about this is all about this one car and everything you need to know about us in this one video. I kind of like my channel to be more like a progression where um, it moves from day to day where you feel like, okay, I saw that, and now that was his day doing that. Because a lot of times it is that way. One day I'll, I'll have enough time to do the unboxing and then edit it <laughs> because it takes a lot of time to edit. And then I'll go and I'll shoot the running, and then I'll edit that the next day. And so a lot of times as I'm doing it, it's it's being posted you know, later that night. And that is a lot of times in reality how it's actually working, working because my – unboxings usually take place at about 10 p.m. at night, and there's not good runtime. So I'll usually do the unboxing. Then I'll edit the video together and post it about 1 or 2 a.m., go to bed. The next day at lunch or sometime I'll run the trucks. Um, uh, after work I might run them. Uh, and then that evening I'll work on editing it and then posting it. 
And then usually I'll do another type of video, you know, charge the batteries up and the next day go out and work, you know, focus on a different aspect of running that vehicle. And so I do it like that instead of running it all and then having nothing happening on the channel in order to hold it all and put it together as one, you know, 20, 30, 40 minute piece. Um, that, so that's just how I, I, I roll it and do it. And there's not one way that's right or one way that's wrong. It's just the way that we do it here. But, um, so yeah, uh, I'm so far behind now that it's, it's weird because I wanted, when I shoot something new, I want to edit that right away. But then I'm like, well, shoot, I still need to get to the last one that I did two days ago. And so I'm still posting stuff daily, but I've actually got like a, a, a growing backlog that I need to get to. Like I need a day where I can just, all I can do is edit and then like preload them <laughs> to, to go live, uh, on their own on a daily basis and then if I have something cool come up, I can just pause one um, and then move when that's going to actually release and then drop the one I want to for the day. So anyway, it's just, it's it's weird trying to figure it all out, map it all out, uh, but it's fun at the same time. But um, the podcast is another element of all of that stuff and trying to keep up and um, it's not as much work, you know, unless you're, if I'm interviewing somebody, then it becomes more work. Um, being prepared for that and then usually editing that and then editing a video. Cause a lot of times I'll do like a, I'll record it with them on StreamYard, basically like a live stream, but just to, to tape, we'd call it, which would be to, to digital recording online. And then I would pull it down, edit the front and the back of it and then get it ready for posting and then separately do the audio because the quality is different and the, the sound levels are different. And so then you got to go through and try and match, uh, because I have such a good microphone, even though I'm not necessarily louder, there's so much bass and so much presence to it because I talk right on top of the microphone, um, that it sounds louder, uh, when if just cause it's so full anyway, um, I have to try and, and work around that and like, quiet myself down so it doesn't sound different even though the levels on the meter are peaking the same the presence of it from the nearness and the the proximity to the microphone just makes it feel louder so um it's all that kind of stuff that's just you know adds to things and um but these ones are pretty easy Uh, i've got it set up now where i can just roll in um, you know, even my, my ending music as I'm talking, I can just kind of fade in and it's all being recorded live. And at the end of it, I just export and can drop it when it's just me doing audio. So I'm going to be trying to do more of them for you guys this year. We almost hit, uh, we hit 30 last year. So it's like every two weeks basically, but sometimes to be pumping them out, and then other times it'd be like a, a lull for almost a month. So hopefully I can be more regular than that, but I, I can't make any promises. I might at some point try doing them live where it's just a live to um, the podcast on Podbean. And then that would make it go to, it would send it from there to everywhere uh, and save one more step. Maybe make it even easier. I don't know. So it's definitely going to be an exciting year though. So I'm excited um, to get started because I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for what's coming. 
Uh, I'm ready to get stuff set up here at my house. I'm ready to do more boat stuff. I'm ready to do more plane stuff. I'm enjoying the crawling, so I need a quick drink of uh, my LaCroix here. But, um, yeah, more crawling. I've really enjoyed doing the crawling here and um, being a part of some of the competitions because it's really pushed me in ways that I've never had to be pushed when I'm crawling. It's always just been hanging out and talking, and whatever line you really get doesn't really matter. Um, you know, as many reverses, and we never thought about reverse or resetting stuff up to line up the, the whatever we wanted to do. Uh, but with the competition and all that, it's changed everything about the way that I think about how I drive uh, my RC toy. <laughs> Maybe a little bit in real life how I drive too, but not as much. Uh, but yeah, it's good, guys. I'm so thankful for you. Um, man, you guys are awesome. Uh, you know, I, I'm always amazed at the fact that, you know, anybody cares what I have to say, <laughs> um, or, or, or likes to, you know, listen in and all that to, to what I think or, you know, what I'm doing. It's very humbling, um, to think about and, you know, just going from doing what I do, you know, which was photography and video to, um, bringing that passion over to the RC side of things to a degree. I, I still try not to, to make it too professional looking because I like the rawness of it. Um, and I don't want it to be too polished that it's, it's fake or it's just, it comes across as corporate. Um, so there's that element as well that I try to take into account in that I want to keep it more personal feeling, um, as well, you know, a brand, but still have a personal touch. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about, but I don't, I don't know where to go with it. <laughs> So it's, it's, you guys are what this is about growing this hobby and informing people about what's out there, uh, what they can do, um, what's available. Cause not everybody likes the same things. Um, but it's a very, very broad hobby and there's something for everybody, honestly, I think. And it's just a matter of kind of finding where your niche is. And just exploring. Uh, so much of it's an exploration. Um, I started the channel seven years ago. First video dropped on CCXRC January 1st, uh, 2015. So just over seven years ago. And it's been a ride since then, man. Um, never thought that the channel would grow like it has. I mean, it's not the fastest growing out there. A lot of people have gone past me and blew past me in much shorter amount of times. And more will. I... I you know, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think that the channel is, you know, is the top of the, the, the pinnacle. And I don't try to present myself as I am. I am the fastest, biggest, bestest, whatever, you know, channel out there. Um, we're just living it and doing it. And, you know, we're just happy to have you guys along for the ride. Really enjoy meeting everybody at all the shows and at the, the events and, um, out on the trail, all that kind of stuff. So, um, we're going to just keep doing it. And uh, again, it's cause of you guys, so thank you for tuning in. 
thank you for supporting what we've been doing here. And um, I hope that you guys know that I really, really do appreciate it and, and realize that it is an honor to be able to do this. I know I don't do it full time, but um, it's still just an honor to, to have this microphone in this position to um, have, you know, they call it influencers, but some influence, um, whatever it is. So thanks guys. And, uh, man, I hope you had an awesome couple of, uh, weeks with the past holidays going on and that you're ready to jump into 2022 and grab it by the horns and (laughs) enjoy the ride.